episode 95, Aaron J. Morton. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round, the finish. This episode is all about confidence and we're going to have some great tools and resources and tips for you this session. If you want to take it to another level, the Alpha Ultimatum, my mentoring and coaching for men who are just pursuing that little bit more in life. They're not happy with average. They're not happy with good. They're looking for something to try and push their limits. Registration is open. Monday, today, December 1st. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved, and you have the application form right there. Get to the podcast. We have a brilliant one for you, one to up your confidence and a great way to start the week. This is the Confidence Lounge today, taking over Awaken Your Alpha. We're here with Aaron J. Morton, and he is the founder of the Confidence Lounge, where it's all about upgrade your thinking, get results, and live confidently. He decided to optimize his skill in 2009. Aaron was working an office job, basically doing a job where at times, he, in his own words, he could actually feel his brain cells dying off. So he made the decision that he wanted to do more to his day and with his day. So this started a little bit of a journey for him and asked the question, what makes a human epic? Which is what I'm doing every every day and in every interview in this, and this is what I'm looking for. He's obviously got a lot of tools along the way that he's going to help share with us. His journey has involved coaching business owners and freelancers, taking lots of courses on NLP and hypnotherapy, taking acting, improvisation courses, voice coachings, skilled in body language and micro-expression. Basically, all and anything he needs to become a confidence coach. It's an interesting mix and he's going to shake it all together and try and give us some clarity out of this and give us some key tips from this session of how we can improve our confidence or get some confidence if we're completely lacking in that area. So, Aaron, firstly, are you ready to awaken your alpha? I am indeed. Thank you, Adam. That's all right. Is there anything you want to add to your bio there? Uh, not really. I mean, like when, I, when I left university and I went into... Uh, what a lot of people do just into a job to to pay rent uh, yeah. it was when you say about my I felt like my brain cells before I, they really did because I was in it my first job was in a mortgage uh, company and it was it was literally ticking off um, these things and mortgage applications and it was very dull yeah. and um, and I got I got into a lot of trouble by just talking to people around me they want you to stay silent and um and they uh yeah so i did that and i, and I did a, a number of um, variety of roles in my spare time I, I was doing things like uh training in nlp training in hypnotherapy because i know i knew at some point in time i wasn't going to be working in office so i want to yeah. be ready for when that opportunity came about and that came about when um i because i did sports science at at university, um, an opportunity the best came for me do, to mate. be able to absolutely where <laughs> <laughs> uh, opportunity for me to work in um, uh, as a personal trainer. So I was able to see a wide variety of different issues, and and what I found is a lot of them um, there, there was very similar traits, and and in a way it came down to confidence, whether it was confidence in in where you were going forward, or or just confidence in the situation where you are at the at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, if you're talking about personal training, and obviously when people are in, they don't even have to be in brilliant shape, but if they're in, in better shape than they were a week ago or a month ago, the confidence starts shooting up. Or even if they're, they're feeling a lot better internally, confidence starts going through the roof as well. So that's, I mean, that's a key thing with, um, I find for myself, you don't feel or you, you know, 
your health is down a little bit for your own standards, your confidence will drop down massively and, and you know, and vice versa. You've got to be in, in a shape or a, in a state that you're happy with that helps keep your confidence up there really yeah yeah absolutely i mean like fitness is a is a is a, is a massive factor in it and it is a good yeah. uh is a good boost to someone's confidence mainly because again it it's a it's a period of prolonged uh, um continuous movement yeah you know the, the, look at anything in relation to uh when people talk about physiology and confidence it tends to be the case of you know there's certain po- certain ways of, of, of moving where you're uh, um where where you lack confidence certain ways of walking and, and moving where of someone that has a high level of confidence that's well, that's the cultural uh, cues of confidence and and, uh, and you know exercise is a great way of, of building those so i mean we talked a little bit about your origin your origin there so you did a sports science degree um, you did a little bit of personal training what did you want to be when you was growing up i was still watching um wrestlemania and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, i i kind of I wouldn't mind being a, 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 a kind of like a rock persona and oh, uh, coming to WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Check out uh, Satima Nali, um, Super Bowl winning champion we had on ooh, but around the episode 50 something. Um, he looks like the yeah. rock and he is awesome as well. He was on. You've got to listen to that yeah, one. Definitely, definitely. Um, about the, uh, when I moved on from there, it was, like, it was that I got heavily into martial art. I got into the business bug and uh, I wanted to uh, have my own business and do and do things that I enjoy and, and that's what I'm doing at the moment so it's a continuously evolving process which I think is healthy in a way so I mean sometimes you ask about you know your awakening type question or when you hit the wall it sounds like you always you was doing these jobs you know but you you never felt too trapped because you kind of always knew you was gonna bust out and you're a man in the lifeboat straight away uh, wh- when was the point when you thought right now's the time enough messing around i'm ready to roll i'm ready to jump ship like any good idea i came up with the name of, of the confidence lounge in a toilet in a in a shopping center um <laughs> you know when you're when you're not when you're not thinking about things it just an idea just pops into your head with regards to my career it was uh, after a, a number of performance improvement programs that i'd been put on when you when you're not in a, a position where you want to be and when i was working in office i saw loads of people that um that you know didn't want to be there because you know some of the early jobs that I was doing uh, after university they were jobs you fall into you know yeah. um, they're not not very, they weren't very aspirational jobs so there are many people that wanted to to um, to do something and you know I was interested in psychology and things like that so I would always ask them questions that's probably why I got told off a lot you would ask them why you know why you you don't leave and you'd be like oh well you know I've got a mortgage to pay and, and things like that. Yeah. And that you know that's a, that's a, that's you know everyone has a a story that they can, can that they can um, construct in their mind that would seem valid. So yeah, for them. But in, in my understanding, well, the way I understood it is that even if you're deeply unhappy with what you're what you're doing, it doesn't mean you're not comfortable in what you're doing. And I find oh, yeah. a lot of people were unhappy, but they but they were comfortable. And it takes this you know it takes discomfort to 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 leave you know i i was uh, i felt it in my stomach and the sweat on the palm of my arms when i left yeah. when i when i walked out the building let's say the way you put it on your your website you know that your brain cells dying uh, i'm sure people listening have been in that yeah. same state and i i've been in job and work periods when yeah you don't even feel like you're you know maintaining just cruising along you actually feel like on daily basis you're getting you're getting worse <laughs> your brain cells are dying you just feel it uh, it's just you're going backwards i i completely uh, the way you put that i think that's spot on i completely 
understand that and something like that that makes me very uncomfortable <laughs> oh yeah absolutely and the other thing like for example you have an entrepreneur or something like that or you're a business owner or you have an idea or, or stuff if you're not in an environment where that can the way you can cultivate that it can be quite a you know it's very easy to to for that that mindset to them. So, uh, at the, at the moment I'm in a position where if I have an idea, I've got people around me where like, yeah, let's try it out. Let's just see what happens. Um, uh, but back then when you have other people that are, you know, uh, content or comfortable in that position, maybe be unhappy, but, uh, uh are comfortable in that position. You can't really talk about ideas cause they think you're crazy. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I was, I was, I was getting up, about an hour before going to work and doing a bit of, a bit of work on the side and, and I wasn't watching TV in the evening. So when they're, when they're going on about Big Brother and stuff like that, I didn't watch that. And, um, and, and you know, they, cool. they, don't think, um, they, they think you're a bit weird. And that's fine because <laughs> you know, I, 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 my head was in another place. But nowadays, when, when, you, when you're around people that, you know, you can trade ideas off and they have the same mindset where let's just try it and yeah. let's see what happens. Well, again, um, the alternative as well, what, uh, what, what, what I like you saying, if you, if you're having ideas all the time, apart from not being able to talk about them, you're going to keep having ideas. And if you're not doing anything with them, it's almost like a, a build up, and it just, it just feels horrible because it's all these wasted idea, ideas and it's, you know, they're just building up and it's like, you know, it's not, you're not being able to express yourself. Yeah. And it, and it, and it can become a, a construct of your, um, your perception of your ability as well. And yeah. you don't try some of these ideas, oh, you've got a whole list of these, these ideas and you haven't, and you haven't done any of them. And, uh, and you know, there, there is an aspect of self-responsibility. Uh, I like the uh, quote by uh, Chris Gardner, who's um, that, the, the pursuit of happiness guy, where he says, the Calvary ain't coming. And, and I like that because it, it, it brings to mind the notion of self-responsibility. You know, no one's, no one's going to come and, 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 and make it easy for you because they've got, they've got their own lives to get yeah. on with. You know, they'll help you, you know, and you need those people around you. But in relation to getting up and starting it, you know, that's your responsibility and, and you've you got you to go and do that. Love it. Would you say that's your uh, your alpha quote for the episode? Because, uh, I mean, the Chris Gardner and that film is absolutely awesome. I love it. Apart from the fact I love Will Smith. I've got another quote. And it's, it's a funny quote. Well, it's a weird quote because um, it's by uh, Margaret Thatcher. And I quite <laughs> like it. Cause power is like being a lady. If you have to tell people you are, uh, you you aren't. And the reason <laughs> why, why, why I like that is because... One of the things I say about confidence is that at some point in time, you have to forget everything you learn about it. Because if you, if you know how the mind works, uh, you know, when you're, when you're learning something, you're very intensely focused on it. But as you become expert on it, it's, um, it actually becomes a hindrance to think a lot about it. Uh, and it becomes natural. So when you yeah. see these people who are in natural confidence or, or, or what you say, natural alphas, they're not thinking about, um, am I being an alpha today? They're yeah. just doing it because <laughs> have a guy that says I'm, uh, I'm an alpha all the time. It's likely that they're, that they're trying to convince themselves that they're an alpha or they're trying to convince themselves that they're confident. Exactly. And, and, um, yeah. and the I last like thing you want, if someone says, yeah, uh, I'm confident, I'm confident. Really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awaken your alpha is the pursuit of the alpha, you know, I, I am a student. I'm pursuing the alpha. <laughs> I'm not three well, times a week saying hello. I, I, I like that. <laughs> I, I like that because uh, there is a there is a presumption that that it already exists. You just have to you just have to wake it up. So I, I like that. Um, yeah. it, you know, if it was say finding your alpha, there's the assumption there that that you have to go and look for it. You just need to you just need to give it a shake a little bit and, yeah. and it'll wake up. <laughs> Slap it around a bit, yeah. So yeah. I mean. 
linked to that then, who helped awaken your alpha? We've mentioned some awesome people there. I, I like it finding uh, people from different areas uh, and and then bringing it back into what I learned through NLP and hypnosis mm-hmm. and, and fitness. And people that I find inspiring in relation to the confidence is is um, you know George Saint Pierre is one of the guys. If you ever read his book, you know it's a guy. He's a guy that just gone with it. You know he, he, is he the when he was guy? learning. Yeah, yeah, um, he, he dominated. Um, um, you know, and, and it, when you read his book, it's the case that he just got on with it. Um, uh, some would say a bit too much, uh, you know, that, but because his train work ethic was insane. And, yeah. and the great thing was that in this book, they interviewed, uh, uh, they interviewed the guy who still is Brazilian Jiu Jitsu coach, uh, John Dana. Um, he was the guy that, that first trained him. Uh, if you looked at George St. Pierre there, you would never in a million years think that he would get to the level in the UFC that he has. Yeah. And because uh, there was nothing special about him, uh, he wasn't naturally gifted. It was his insane work ethic. So I, I found that quite good. Yeah. I, 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 in relation to, you know, the, anything that you, that you, that you want to do it just case uh, or getting clear about what you want and then, and then creating the road creating the, the steps to get there. The yeah. other guy, person that I quite like at the moment, um, there's a guy called uh, Wim Hof. Wim <laughs> and, Hof, uh, never heard of him. There's a guy. He, he, Wim, well, he looks a bit. He, he looks a bit nuts. Um, basically, he he wanted to show the power of power of the mind, uh, yeah. and he done that by doing uh, cold water therapy. So he's broken a number of records, and he, he there's a documentary called The Iceman, I think, and oh, okay. it followed his time doing a marathon. A uh, 26 mile marathon in Lapland, just w- wearing just a pair of shorts, and uh, <laughs> and he did it. He ran to 23 23 miles, and he walked the final three miles. But he said to do, to really show the power of mind, I wasn't going to train for the running aspect of it. And it's all from oh, he did it all from the mind. And there's a, yeah. uh, a practice of uh, called Tumo, which is called inner fire, uh, for, uh, breathing exercise. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a way of of meditating that that insinuates uh, an inner glowing in your body to to do it and they had like hypothermia experts on this documentary and they had no idea how you done quality i mean i find something else interesting on here that i because again some people might be listening and think oh it's all right for me all right for you um but you know you're a sort of a proclaimed you're an introvert when you say an introvert do, do you mean do, was your confidence really lacking at one stage or did you just want it was it always okay and you just wanted to really kind of understand it a bit more and take it up a notch or how was your uh, there is a there is a misconception about uh, introverts and yeah extroverts it, introverts and extroverts is, is purely down to how what uh, what ignites and what dispels your energy yeah. so uh, for an introvert for example they they get they uh, draw their energy from from periods of time in isolation mm-hmm. uh, but that doesn't mean they don't enjoy um, socialising. As extroverts, they they um, they get their energy from being in in groups, uh, um, and then they 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 can go a little stir crazy by being on their own. <laughs> now, uh, so the, the shy, uh, being shy and introvert are actually two two separate things. Yeah. They 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 don't co you know they don't cohabitat. The terms are definitely misused a lot of times. Like I think a lot of times people would almost replace the word shy as introverted. Yes, absolutely, and and you know that because there there can be times where an introvert can be shy. But you know the the 
I always uh, present a situation where if some, you know, you you have a guy at a, a, an event, for example, and he's or she uh, is look is is in the corner and they're, they're a bit uncomfortable with that situation. Well, first of all, they might be uncomfortable because they don't they're not they don't have much experience being in that situation. It might not be a confidence issue at all. Um, but they're looking around and and they're like, oh god, I wish I I wish I was talking to someone. They see this person in the middle, and and you know their expressions are are. Um, uh, uh, you know they're very expressionate. They're talk. They're they're talking to two people, or and, and you know they're, they're they're being loud and things and that. And they look at that person. They go, Oh God, I wish I was as confident as that person. Um, and they don't actually know anything about that situation. You know, those two people might be like, God, I wish this guy would shut up. Um, <laughs> but in the corner of their eye, they also see another person. That's another person that's sitting back against the bar and just watching the the situation arise. And when they see someone that, that they find interesting walking by or they see someone they know, they, they, they tap them on the shoulder and they start talking one-on-one -on -one and, you know, they're, they're laughing and, and things like that. And that person, that person walks along their way and that guy sits back and just goes and talks to another person. And, you know, all the while this person's fixed, the shy person's fixated on this, on this loud and, and um, uh, um, gregarious person. Uh, thinking that that's confidence but it's it's not confidence yeah. is is how you feel in yourself and uh and that is just uh a a, a, a media representation of confidence but it, it, it isn't confidence for like if anything that my experience there's been times that people that crave being center of attention uh <laughs> tend to be the most insecure ones yeah not always but they tend to so, I mean, Aaron, what, we, we almost touched on it there, but what, how would you define confidence then in your terms and how you understand it? So uh, confidence for me, the definition I use for confidence is uh, confidence how you, is how you frame your experiences and a certainty in your ability to handle what life throws at you. And this is purposely a process-driven definition because we look at our experiences in relation to time so uh for example you adam you you had your um you had your was that a pole vaulting accident yeah <laughs> okay. so when you look at back at that you, you frame it in a certain way and mm -hmm. you can either use it as a as a, a as um you can frame it in a way that uh that the way that you got over that shows a lot of strength you know uh, uh a lot of resilience and and you can use that in the future when you're thinking about um, situations that you might find challenging mm -hmm. and give you the confidence to to pursue it or you could look at that situation as uh, as a time where um you know you you it, it really knocked you you thought you might be you might get over it faster than what you what you may have done yeah um uh, and and so uh, when you think about the future you you might be a bit hesitant on trying things that might be a bit risky because you might find yourself in that situation like uh, a similar situation to that so when we uh, when we when I look at confidence it's how you frame your experiences of the past yeah uh, and then the certainty in the future in your ability to handle what life throws at you so when I think about confidence, I, I see it as four components. And when I coach people, I, I, I touch upon these four components and see whether 
uh, there is a particular area that they they are they are not um, focusing on or anything. And so the first one is how you think, the quality of how you think. The second is how you interact. You know, we're we're all social creatures, and and you know, there's a reason why solitary confinement is one of the worst punishments we can have. The the third is the risk resilience. That is uh, how many uh, small uh, big risks that you take on a, on, a, on a regular basis and also how you cope with uh, challenge, setback, roadblocks. Yeah. And, um, and so having a strong resilience. And this tends to be the side of confidence that doesn't get touched upon a lot. We, we touch upon a lot on the cultural pews of, um, of confidence, which, which is typically labeled as, as uh, high status cues and low status cues. And then finally, your your competencies. Uh, you have to, you know, you could be confident and sitting on your couch, but you know, if it's not directed anywhere, there's, there's no point, isn't you know? It's not King in the living there. room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm confident in the living room, and uh, and so your competencies is what you uh, what you focus on, your skill base. But it also makes you an interesting person if you have a number of things that you're working on. You know, you keep your brain brain functioning. And, and things like that so confidences really has to have an impact in your in in confidence okay well i'm going to mix it up a little bit before we get onto the alpha round because i'm aware you know time's getting on for you as well this is the complete blank around so you're just going to finish my sentences really and we're going to find out a little bit more about the man behind the confidence land lounge even um okay. so we, we start that off with your best friend would describe you as uh interesting interesting okay um, where, is, where are you originally from? Actually, we didn't. I don't think you mentioned that in your uh, your origins. I, I'm originally from uh, Cornwall. It was a small, it, like in the sticks area. Hated it. Um, so <laughs> when I when I was able when I was able to move away, I, I was like, I, it was one of those places where you only had one bus an hour, and uh, and if you missed that bus, it was a, it was a pain. So I, I, when I moved away and I moved to Bristol, I made sure that I, I lived in the city. So I live in the city now, where I can walk okay. to many a place. So your original hometown of uh, in Cornwall, um, if I was ever to visit yeah. there, I should? I would say go to the beaches. The, the Cornwall's well known for beaches. Yeah. And, uh, and there are very nice beaches down there. If you've got a dog, you can walk your dog. Uh, or if uh, on those rare occasions in the UK where it's sunny, um, then you can, you can have a bit of a sunbathe. So I'm, I don't think I've ever been to Bristol though. So if I was ever to visit Bristol, I should? Um, visit the private cocktail bars. There's many a private cocktail bar in in Bristol. Oh. Uh, so you you have uh, you have one called Red Light, and and that came about when when I was walking up. There's a street called Park Street, uh, mm-hmm. and my m- m- my friend that I was with uh, said, uh, "I think there's a there's a sex place down there." And I was like, "This is weird." Um, so, uh, so I checked it out, and it's this private cocktail bar that has uh, that you don't know it's there. Uh, there's a similar one in, in New York, but you don't know what's there. It's like graffiti door and everything like yeah. that. And there's a phone box out because wherever I take people, they're like, "Aaron, where are you taking me to?" And, and you basically <laughs> have to uh, pick up the phone and and, uh, and say, "Can we can we come in?" And someone comes out. There's no sign on the door or anything like that. And it's because it, in the fifties it used to. Um, uh, be a brothel um <laughs> but it's a really nice cocktail bar you so everyone's surprised quality well I, the, the follow-up <laughs> question has got to be to that the last time you were drunk was uh saturday <laughs> um when when i was actually in a, in a cocktail bar i there got go. i went and 
word of advice in a cocktail bar never go off never go off menu you don't know how much you're gonna end up spending <laughs> oh dear okay your favorite movie of all time is uh man on fire oh that's denzel washington isn't it and then it's Denzel, and also The Equalizer, which I saw recently. That was very good as well. So you're a Denzel Washington fan, or is that just a coincidence? I am a, De- I am, I am, I am a Denzel fan. So we're pretty much to the alpha round now. So here we're going to get in your tools, tricks, and advice, and we'll start that off with a book recommendation or two. So I'll recommend three books. Um, the first is uh, one called Surviving Survival. Uh, uh, by a guy called Lawrence Gonzalez. When you're talking about human nature, I think it is also all, always pretty good to go uh, to extremes and see what what, what behaviour occurs when when you're in the extremes. And survivor survival is is Lawrence Gonzalez going around and talking to people who um, who have survived um, extreme circumstances. So you know, a shark attack, um, yeah. being being lost at sea on a uh, start that resilience. So there's that. The second one's two books by uh, uh, Robert Greene. One's called Mastery, and the other one's called um, Laws of Seduction. He's not, not too personal developy, where where everything everything is positive and everything uh, everyone wants to be happy to each other and things like that. Yeah. He he goes into a little bit about the about the games that are being played outside of people's awareness. So I, I like those books. Yeah. And the third one is uh, the Perfect Health Diet biggest gift i've seen from personal training is that you know health is is so important um even if i left tomorrow uh, personal training uh, whatever domain you are in th- there's no excuse to not focus on your health because it's like money you know you don't want to be focusing on your health when when you most need it <laughs> and uh, the perfect health book is a very good book that's not too extreme uh, talks about uh, um all of the components of of health what to eat what's what's really bad um and and it's a, it's a good book brilliant that's a really good recommendation i just want to jump into you know what's three key ways to screw up your self-confidence because uh, i'm sure people are doing things that they might be aware might <laughs> might be helping their confidence and they might be doing things they're not aware that might be really you know screwing up their self-confidence one would be settling for what you're what, uh, what you're in so what yeah. uh, one of the things i talked about um earlier was about the the people that were in their offices and and they you know they were unhappy but they were comfortable they've settled into their discomfort and you know, one of the things that the brain does is that um, when there's gaps in the people's thinking, they, you know, your brain makes up stuff yeah. um, that we call our story or our narrative, why the things are the way they are. And, uh, and so one of the things that can screw up your confidence is, is to um, really accept that. The other thing is having an unhealthy concept around failure. You can't escape failure. You know, there's there's some things that you you there's some things where you don't want failure. I mean, I was I was listening to a podcast there about deep sea diving. That is some that is a (laughs) that you do where you don't want failure. But on everyday experiences, you know, failure is going to happen, and how you and how you cope with that will determine your your level of confidence. Also having unhealthy comparatives. So if we talk about the story I said previously, if you're if you're an introvert if you like staying in and reading and and working on on yourself and things like that then trying to compare yourself with the guy that goes out every night um or or, you know uh 
uh, is really loud, really obnoxious in in your mind, um, yeah. then that's only gonna that's only gonna make you feel worse. And it's about finding it's finding the person, the comparatives that work for you, and uh, and that's what and that goes back to the self responsibility. One of the quotes that I, uh, another quote that I like: the greatest carver does the least cutting, um, and it really <laughs> plays into the notion of of preparation. If you want to have confidence to the extent where you're not thinking about confidence every day, it's the same as fitness. It's the same as as health. From screwing up your confidence, have you got any sort of tips continuing on from that a couple of tips to how people can you know quite quickly uh, inc- improve their confidence being awareness of your thinking so um you know the old mind vi- mindfulness thing yeah um, increase your your um the people you talk to always great to talk to uh, shop assistants because they have to talk to you um, <laughs> but, um you know really make an effort in in how you're interacting with people take more risks be uh, be aware of what risk you're taking, and have a have a feedback mechanism in place. So whether you want to check in each day or each week, how you're doing, and and being clear on what your vision of confidence is, and seeing where you are right now in relation to that, and then get good at something. You know, it doesn't have to be uh, anything you want to be good at. Whether it's a language, whether it's whether it's getting good with money, whether it's um, taking a new course, anything. Thing, um, get good at something, and that and that will create a structure for um, how to how to be confident. Yeah, I love that last one because, like you say, like just get good at something. I mean, anyone who's good at one aspect, no matter what it is, that is going to really give you some confidence because you know you can't be a master at everything. But if you if you're if you're skilled or you you're very good at one thing, then you're going to be confident at least in that area. And at some stage, people are going to come to you for advice, or that's going to be an area where you can step up and say, and you know express your opinion with confidence that's brilliant i love that last bit absolutely and the other thing is like for example for you for your um, learning to get good at pole vaulting yeah. what you have there is a structure of of when you remember being not so good the, yeah. the period of times where you were really struggling um seeing that that point ended and then being good at it and that yeah. you know that's yeah. a stru- that's a structure of getting good at anything uh having expert having roadblocks along the way and uh, getting over those roadblocks and having a period of being good at it um, so you need those those um, those frames of experience in your mind. Yeah. So, and you, so can't, when you can't just turn up and grab a pole and go for the, the huge, big bend in a pole and flying, flinging up into the air and doing all the cool stuff. You've got to work through from like a sand pit, just little straight pole vaults and all the hours and the hard work getting up to where at the end of the day, the, the, the decent vaults, they are awesome fun, but you've earned them. So <laughs> Absolutely. Good Absolutely. Point. Quality. Okay, who do you think I should interview next or very soon? And we usually look for a couple of recommendations. You could, you could give Wim Hof a try. <laughs> if he, if he, <laughs> Wim Hof, I like that um, recommendation because I've never heard of him. Um, where, yeah. where is he based? He's based in Denmark, I believe. Denmark, oh, I like it. Yeah, with a name like that, I should be able to find him pretty <laughs> pretty easy. <laughs> Wim Hof. Anyone else uh, brings the mic? Joe Rogan's really good. Okay. Joe Rogan's a comedian, but he's a commentator in um, UFC. And he also has um, a podcast called The Joe Rogan Experience. And I like him because he's confident, he's intelligent, um, you know, he, but he, he, he recognizes his um, uh, areas of weakness. Um, and yeah, he's, 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 he's an alpha. <laughs> yeah, I think I know the exact guy you're talking about now. No, he's awesome. What is the best way people can connect with you or get hold of you if they want to find out more? Theconfidencelounge.com is probably the best place. Yep. I'm on Twitter at, at TCL Aaron. 
Is there a particular resource you can recommend to us? It could be an app. It could be something to, something to do with confidence would be handy. An app called uh, Memento is, is quite good. I'm playing around with it. It's, a, um, it's basically a journal app. Yeah. But in relation to, uh, you know, what I was saying about awareness of these thoughts and ideas that are coming up uh, for you, when write those ideas down, write down your thoughts. And, uh, and the good, it, the way it's presented is like in a feed type yeah. way. So you can go, if you're doing it regularly, you can go through and kind of see your, um, see your thoughts over a period of time and just track what, um, what you're thinking and just, you can see the progress in, in your confidence as well. Um, you know, there's like I said, confidence, a lot is down to tracking and yeah. that, you know, you have to back your confidence, um, feedback your experiences and, and so that, so you can bring them to mind. I do rate tracking. I'm getting more and more into that. Again, my strength and conditioning background, I, I love stats. Can't beat some stats and, and stats don't lie. <laughs> they don't, they don't lie. Oh, well, Aaron, thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to uh, speak to us today. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Brilliant. Great. I hope you enjoyed it. No, no worries. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. The Alpha Ultimatum. My life's work squeezed into 10-week man mentoring. This isn't easy. This is full commitment and this is you doing the work with a clear guide and we'll be standing shoulder to shoulder coming into 2015. Open up applications as of this week. So first thing you need to do is fill out the applications, jump on a call with me. If it's not for you, no hard feelings. This is definitely not for everyone. Get your applications in. I'll get back to you within the two weeks and we can make a decision. That's the ultimatum. We make a decision, yes or no, on the call and we'll move on from there. Go to adamlewiswalker.com, click get involved and you have the application form right there. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.